Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. He is a comedian who's originally from San Francisco. He toured for a decade and is now a writer and commercial and film actor in Los Angeles. Always happy to have him back on the panel. Big welcome to Jeffrey Scott Hendrick. Welcome, sir. Good morning, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Grodin of your podcast. <laughs> it's you know, it's it's a great role to have. I, I, the, the, yeah, I feel like the designated survivor. <laughs> but thanks for having me over. It, it is it is always a pleasure, and you know you you drink water, so more coffee for me. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> You guys think I'm hyper now, man? Get a flask of coffee and peel me off the ceiling. You know, I, I was, I was th- for just total non sequitur here. Why not this show? This who show, knew? who knew? Uh, <laughs> but I, I was thinking about like coffee dates. You know, like when okay. you go out for someone, like, and it's it seems like a good idea. But hot drinks, not necessarily something you nurse for a long time because it does cool down, right. and then you're stuck with a cold cup of hot drink. But you can't have like, hey, let's yeah, we let's spend like four hours at at the coffee joint drinking espresso shots. Like, yeah, oh, that's geez. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I she don't was know. really pretty until she spontaneously combusted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I actually met my girl at a we we our first date was at a coffee. Yeah, spot. no, I mean it's yeah. like it's and just. We, and we I'm not saying it's hours. impossible. We I'm just saying you yeah. know you gotta you gotta take care. It's right. you know moderation. Yeah, yeah, it's like well, it's not drinking. You know, we're not getting alcohol, so right. we'll be fine. You know, and then four lattes later, yeah. yeah. It's like, I'd like to sleep with you, but I'm not going to sleep for probably the next four weeks. So, well, you, uh, Jeffrey Scott Hendrick, thank you for being here. Uh, You have already heard his dulcet tones. Uh, As always, we are joined by comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason. Always a pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Good to have good old Jeffrey back on the uh, (laughs) radio. We're going to have one hell of a time. I always... I always say, the man well, from San Francisco. You yes, know, sir. it's a it's a pre holiday episode. Figured, you know, let's let's get a little festive. Uh, let's let's have some fun. Don't get me wrong; it's always fun. That's part of the reason we've been doing this for yeah. so long. Like, it it has not become a slog. So, no. and uh, really have to compliment you on your elf outfit today. Um, the hat with the jingle bells and the tights. You look great, <laughs> Dave. You look great. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, it's it's part of my uh, my opening shots in the ongoing war on Christmas. <laughs> Uh, no, I actually I did get to I did get to fire a shot in the war this week, which it you know always makes me happy, fills my heart with that uh, war on Christmas joy. Um, <laughs> what did you do? So well, it it wasn't unprompted, and you have to understand, I'm I'm not you know I'm not the antagonist type, uh, but when fired upon, I will fire back as as, as one does. Accuracy and deadly force. Um, so, y- y'all know I'm not the most religious guy, and I'm not like anti-religious. No. If if you're religious, that's great. Keep it to yourself. Let it strengthen you, and mm-hmm. and let it do what it has to do. It for internal use only. 
basically. Okay. Uh, external use, not advised. <laughs> and uh, that comes doubly, like, because as someone, you know, born and bred, raised as, as a Chicago Jew, and so not a lot of Christmas in the household. No. I would say uh, pretty much none. So I, I respect Christmas as an American tradition, the the consumer, you know, <laughs> edge, you know, and also the the bringing joy to to others and okay. and joy getting that capturing yeah. that feeling, you know, like I've said on this show before, uh, Bill Murray's speech at the end of Scrooged, like that, okay. you know, uh, right. that I I get into that, the the whole Jesus is the reason for the season. I mean, yeah, at the root, sure. But it's it's evolved. It's gotten better, I, I guess. You know, that's but that's but subjective. I would argue that he's actually not the reason for this. Well, because he's the excuse. Well, he's, <laughs> There's he, a difference between reasons and excuses. He's like reasons are legit. Excuses are what you come up with when you don't have a good reason for doing right, something. Right, but he's, he's, he's the king of the co-op at this point. You know, even his own story. You know, we had Horace. Thousands of years before we ever had any. Watch it, Jeff. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> You're going across that line, Jeffrey. With both of my big feet, I will cross this line. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming to get you. Oh, they're always coming to get me. <laughs> but Horace. Horace was an Egyptian god who oh, oh, did I, the resurrection things. So. Right, right. I, I was thinking, like, when you said that, I'm thinking, like, H-O-R-A-C-E, not H-O-R-U-S. Oh. So, like, I've, you know, I've um, read a lot of the apocryphal uh, right. books, you, you, but... You've uh, never read the I, book of Horace? No. Yeah. I, maybe that's what the H stands for in Jesus H. Christ. Yeah. You know, it, it could be anything. But anyway, so, uh, was, was doing a little uh, holiday shopping, okay. and, and this time of year, that means... Thanksgiving, because that is the next major holiday. Correct. As I've explained, uh, Halloween to Thanksgiving is test kitchen time in the Robinson household. So I was, you know, I was doing my doing my things, and uh, there was there was a very Christmassy uh, woman uh, who who you know was passing out flyers and said, "Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior?" Really? I said, "I haven't accepted him, but I'm willing to tolerate his lifestyle." And <laughs> Shots fired. Shots, Shots fired. fired. Yeah. Uh, so. What the hell you mean? You going to say that? <laughs> it, it seems fair. That seems like the right thing to do. It's extending the holiday spirit. Plus, in my book, you know, Christmas and the the subsequent war on Christmas don't officially start until Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's you, you don't. Normally, you don't fire until you see the white of Chris Kringle's beard at the end of the Macy's parade. But if these Christmas people, you know, I mean, what the fuck? Like November 1st, radio yeah, stations switched yeah. to an all Christmas music format? Like, fuck you. I, I'm sorry. Mar I, you know, Mariah Carey I could mean, not make another record in her whole life and just live off of the pennies she getting every time we got to hear that goddamn song. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know, I'm not I'm not going to falter for that. I I tried to uh, make my own millions off a holiday song. And who wouldn't? I yeah, I'm not faulting her for it. It's just it's it's now a plague upon us the people. Yeah, but you know, you know the thing that I like that I really do because I I worked retail. I worked at a mall. Oh, so, boy. you know, it's I know a lot of people that have a hatred for Christmas music, but until you've worked retail during the holiday season, you don't know. You You don't know. Yeah. I mean, because you think about it as a shopper, even if you hate the music, you're in the store 
you buy your shit, you get out. You know, yeah, you're and not getting hammered nine on out eight of ten hours. times. You got your your earbuds in anyway, <laughs> but yeah, when you work at the store, no earbuds, and you have to listen to that shit. You have no choice. Um, so special hatred for Christmas music, <laughs> but uh, the Phil Spector Christmas album, uh, a Christmas gift from Phil Spector. It's like a compilation. Uh, it's from back back in his day, but you get like the Ronettes and, say, and yeah. everyone like all the the classic Phil Spector produced Christmas songs. Okay, it's like if if you have to put Christmas music on, that that is the one for me. And so Mariah Carey has that kind of Phil Spector. You know that song does have that. It oh sure you know sure sure it reaches back to that early sixties. Soulful yeah, kind of yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah. so props to her for like yeah, finding that vein, as it were. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, the album that gets played while we open Christmas presents in my family has been the same one since I've been alive. It is the Ray Conniff family singers. <laughs> Here we come, a caroling. I shit you not. Like we had to wait. F- is that the full the full title of the album? <laughs> Here we come, <laughs> caroling. I shit you I not. I shit you not, my friends. <laughs> Um, it was Ray Conniff's blue period. <laughs> Nobody knows. Ray, Ray hit the bottle for about six months in 71, and he just went to town. But we had to, we actually had to find a CD copy of that when my parents moved because they sold it. Well, they didn't sell the turntable. They gave it to me. My dad was just like, here, take it. Take it all. Take it all. We're, we're, moving, to, we're moving to the other place. We got to no, take it. And so I have the copy, the vinyl copy, and... My folks have the CD copy, and it's we just hit it on auto on loop, and play it until all the presents are handed out. One of one of my favorite Christmas memories, as long as we're just talking about this, and actually the year that uh, that I wrote my uh, my attempt at a a generational (laughs) Christmas hit. It was both it's a Hanukkah Christmas song. It was inspired uh, because my dad was living with his Catholic girlfriend at the time. And I remember Christmas morning, uh, my dad and I were like cooking, you know, doing some turkey and, you know, just stuff, football on in the background, you know, occasionally stop, something happens in the game. So, you know, you got to walk out of the kitchen and uh, his girlfriend and her daughter like running around like crazy. Oh my God, we're, we're going to be late. We're going to be late for the 10 o'clock mass. We got to get to the 10 o'clock mass. And and then at 10.15, the running starts again. Noon, there's a there's a mass at noon. We got to, we got to. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was just really entertaining, you know, and to, to be leisurely cooking while someone else is stressing out. Uh, and this it's a rare, it's a rarity. Yeah, and this is before I, you know, lived in California, so didn't have access to uh, uh, travel-friendly supplements, let's say, like gummies and, and vape pens and, and, you know, the things that truly do bring joy to the holidays. So, oh, uh, who who is this idiot who's rambling on about uh, fond Christmas memories as he talks about how much he hates the holiday? Well, that would be me. I am Dr. David Robinson. <laughs> You're Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse and a man of contradictions. Uh, I, I am much like John Shaft, a complicated man, and no one understands me. Uh, it's funny you'd mention that TCM ran ran the Shaft ah, movies this week. So good, so much fun to see. So good was, uh, was my fa- first um, was my first um, secret agent, as I would say, before there was a you know people were going into James Bond, but in the in the ghetto, that was, was black kid. He was the guy. He was the guy. Everybody couldn't wait to go, and and I was pissed off when they made uh, Samuel L. Jackson John Shaft. I was like, why would you do that? He's just as old as he is. I mean, 
It's the dumbest thing in the world. Why couldn't you go find a young, you know, like a, My, a Michael B. Jordan type well, guy? Didn't wasn't he in the second one? Wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. But, but Richard and if you look at age wise, Samuel Jackson and Richard Roundtree are in the same, yeah. the same age group. It's just like, dude, it's not working well, for me. It's, it's like, oh, God, the old joke about Bonanza. You have a 55-year-old man and nine of his 42-year-old sons. Like, how the hell does that work? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right, yeah. They're doing some strange things on oh. the Ponderosa. Yeah. Grief. And where was the poor... The wife was gone. Right. I don't ever know what happened to Mrs. Cartwright. Yeah. Well, you know, after you birth that many five-year-olds... <laughs> I think it was Haas that killed her. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> 22 pounds at birth. Haas came out with wearing a hat. <laughs> the the aptly named Dan Blocker. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we we do have. Uh, you wouldn't know from from the uh, rousing uh, direct start that we've gotten into the show this morning, but there is a lot to talk about this week. But first, uh, we do want to pause for a brief message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of community spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants, available in Delta Plus variant everywhere, now and when you least expect it. Unmitigated Spread Variants. It's time for another peak. Ooh, gamma, 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 gamma. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how many of the uh, Green Bay Packers wind up uh, getting the COVID now. Because I guess uh, Aaron. Yeah, he's oh, uh, Aaron. he's going to be passing. That you know, he's playing this weekend. Well, actually, Aaron gets moved to the back because you saw Mister Jack State, uh, Zach Stacy. Did you not? Yeah, that was one hell. Everybody's now focused on him instead of and they said, "Well, and you and you look at this guy and you're." pissed about what Aaron did it's like well we're pissed about Aaron because he lied and even Kareem Abdul-Jabbar called his ass out man that was, was a, that, that was a Kareem, great Kareem great said, article he, he wrote. said now you know why they call us dumb jocks because you just did the dumbest thing and then you didn't go to a doctor for your you went to Joe Rogan you oh. called what is what is this with calling Joe Rogan you don't call a doctor that's that chick doctor's joke. doctor's not going to tell me what I want to hear. Ah. Doctor's going to tell me, you know, that uh, I I should get the vaccine and and that ivermectin won't help and and, and yeah, ivermectin. I've been hearing this almost sounds like a, a something, you know, 
from the from the SS or something. When they Stormbahnführer Ivermectin? Your papers, please. Have you been vaccinated? Nein. Oh, Mr. Oh, Herr Rogers, you have been so stupid. I was immunized. Oh, well. And he goes on these shows and it's like, man, you know, just, I, I really, I mean, I, I've had this conversation. I just talked to a buddy of mine. He has a, he, he uh, has a speech impediment. He stutters, and, and he was trying to tell me of how great it is that he, sh you know, that, that you know he doesn't have to get the vaccine, and that the, and you know, and that and all these. I went on the CDC, um, went on their website, and I did my study, I did my research, and I, and I, you know, and the doctor says this, and it said, no, she said flat out get the vaccine. <laughs> No, 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 but she's saying the chances. Why are you reading the chances? No, read what she tells you. She doesn't care about all that, you know, and having it or whatever. Get the vaccine. Well, and he, and well all I mean, I read the same thing uh, that the doctor said, and uh, I, I'm just coming to a different conclusion. <laughs> Because you know, I I didn't go to medical school. I don't I don't need to. Mm. Uh, all the research right there. And I'll I'll draw my own conclusions. Fuck fuck people who actually know what they're talking <laughs> well, about. Yeah. They don't they don't say what I want to hear. Like I they said, they challenge my belief system, which is is based on uh, incorrect information, largely taken from internet kooks and conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Well, well, like I said, a buddy of mine, sixty six, you know, loses his cell phone and and risks his neck, finds the cell phone on the freeway, goes back three times to go get it. <laughs> But you can't go and get a vaccine. But you'll risk your neck to get hit by a car, you know, to get a cell phone. Right. But he's he's played Frogger. He's not gone to medical school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and, and, and wait a minute. And he still tells me that you know, even though he's gotten COVID, I'm better off than when I wasn't getting the shot. And I said, really? But you risk your neck to do that. But you won't go down. It'll take you 10 minutes of your time to get a shot in the arm and then come back. Then, you know, and no, I'm not going to do that. And as there's no proof and you can still get it. But you but you risk your neck in a, and knowing that we have the busiest freeways where? In the country of all United States. The most dangerous people we do. We are the number one when it comes to hit and run. We don't even go back and check on you. We let you fly through the windshield and out the back and keep rolling. You'll go through all of this shit to go and get a cell phone that you paid a thousand dollars for that you keep losing well you know you got you, some people just can't live without you know being tracked by bill gates <laughs> oh and that, wait a minute, uh, and wait a minute and all get of, it and, and i'm just i'm just saying you know if if you want to know where the digital trackers are they're not in the vaccine they're in your cell phone yeah, well they're calling the, from inside the house they're in the house get out of the house <laughs> Oh, they brought that up too. Bill Gates is the side. You know, Bill Gates is behind all of this. I said, Jackass, Obama put out a fucking playbook and told you this shit was coming. And you told him, you, you listened to the orange man who you elected and put this jackass who told you that the guy who told you that I have a playbook for the shit, you believe, you, he told you that that guy was that Obama was not even born here. You bought that bullshit. Yeah. That really tells me how 
gullible and stupid you are. Well, I and mean, when did Hawaii become a state? Because yeah. it was part of Kenya before that, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it yeah. Actually, um, uh, that's before the giant saw-off. Right. So they took but a the, giant the saw vast, and they... the vast Kenyan empire. Well, yes. it's also before they sent the missionaries in, which was doing the coordinates and taking them back to them so they can come in and conquer the goddamn thing. And that's when King Kamehameha and his sister and everybody got the fuck. And they ended up conning them into getting a loan. How did you get a loan in your own fucking land? Oh, <laughs> uh, buddy. Um, read Confessions of an Economic Hitman by oh, John Perkins. I, I was going to say, talking? just watch the Tom Selleck uh, reverse mortgage commercial. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, basically, that's... No, we've, we've, we've been loaning money in the yeah. bankrupting many, countries wait, for I, half a And I have your century. favorite cartoon. Of, How many lumps would you like? <laughs> oh, three or four. <laughs> Oh, whoops! I don't like tea. Tea gives me a headache. <laughs> uh, people, uh, he's actually the reason I say coffee. <laughs> I was not born in New York, not raised in New York, and I, God damn it, I can't not say coffee. Coffee, coffee. Because <laughs> they posted it, and I've been posted that all the Looney Tunes are on, and I've been crying, dude. Because I just, you know, and then when I saw that. I'm like, oh my God! If they put the Pink Panther, we're done. I'm telling yeah. you, we're not gonna make it. <laughs> you can find them. You can find them on the YouTube's. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're uh, they're out there. Well, it is. Uh, speaking of of cartoons, uh, which uh, many folks of our generation still associate with Saturday mornings. Oh yeah, because that's that's when they were on. But it is the 47th Saturday of the year, and being the 20th of November, that also means it's National Child Day, National Adoption Day. Which uh, good, those good two seem like yeah, yeah well done oh oh, oh god National Adoption Day what what should we adopt laws and norms no no let's no. adopt a child I think that would be you so start, much easier you start off laws and we go laws and gain <laughs> go on kappa walk get out of here. <laughs> again that was also on TCM like two days ago ah so great. Uh. Uh, but it is also uh, National Peanut Butter Fudge Day and National Absurdity Day. Well, those I two think we definitely could... have the last one covered. Oh, well, yeah, well, that's the show. Um, <laughs> we, now, what is what, ch- peanut butter chocolate? What? No, peanut butter fudge. Peanut butter fudge. I, I guess regular fudge was just hogging the limelight right. too much, and the, uh, the makers of peanut butter fudge were like, you know, we need to declare a day. I uh, I'm going to do an unsolicited uh, testimonial and and commercial for Ginger's homemade ice cream on the west side on Washington Boulevard. She has a f- <laughs> she has a flavor called uh, chocolate peanut butter crack, <laughs> and it rem- that's what it reminded me of because it's really good chocolate ice cream with chunks of Reese's peanut butter uh-huh. in it, and then a st- of like a ribbon of peanut butter through it. Oh wow! Oh boy! So wait, where's That's the crack? The fa- <laughs> it's the fact that you can't put the damn jar down. <laughs> That's the crack aspect of can't it. Can't keep it lit though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what did I say? Absurdity day. Yeah. It is absurdity day. We are, we are into that. Well, we are uh, we are three hundred and five days into the Biden administration, and as of today, we've got Timberney. 769,310 Americans dead from the coronavirus, 
and 47,619,573 confirmed cases with about 229.3 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine with about 195.9 million of them, including three in this very room who are fully vaccinated and uh, boosted. You're, you're boosted? I have yet. I've been busy. Uh, I'm going to get boosted in the next week or so. Um, run on. Uh, no, good time. You know, you yeah. get uh, got some time off with the holidays. I already told my tale of woe with uh, with the booster. Two days. Okay. Fine. All right. Like day one, pretty much in bed, you know, by choice. Uh, just felt like shit. Stayed in bed. Got out to get hydrated. Okay. Unhydrate. And then, uh, yeah, second day, uh, just uh, lower back pain. Okay. Day three, everything was groovy. Okay. Arm didn't even hurt. I'll deal with that. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at porn on his phone over here. No, I was looking up your book. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you said that oh. could have a hitman. Oh, yeah. I got it on the, along with my sapiens. I put it in my, in my library. It's nice. uh, it's an amazing an amazing book. He used to be uh, an underwriter for B of A, and he would go into foreign countries and go, "Oh, you need to the, borrow all this money so you can make all this infrastructure." And so they'd loan him all the money, and then the infrastructure wouldn't get made; it wouldn't be repaying the loan, and they come in and basically seize the country. Right, <laughs> which is what they did too. We're, re- we're reprocessing Guatemala. Isn't there? You know, I, I've been talking about this for a good chunk of uh, the previous administration, but uh, isn't there a, a current revival uh, production of the Music Man? I don't know if it's on Broadway or touring, but I, I don't know. I just the the whole hey, you need to get some loans, and we'll build you. You know, we'll we've got school band, monorail, right here whatever city. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah just, uh, you know, and I, for, for years of the, the previous administration, I was like, people, you, you want to like mount a subversive production nowadays, like forget Hamilton, do the music man <laughs> and, and put him in, you know, a Trump wig and that's, and then just, you know, stick with the script and, you know, sadly, what? or you could remake, uh, and call it, uh, Elmer <laughs> Instead of Elmer Cantry, Elmer Pandry. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think of Chris Christie uh, now? All of a sudden, trying to, you know, weasel that his way, away, weasel his way away. Not I. Well, I, I. I don't feel that I've done anything wrong. No. Did you? Because you know, I don't know if you saw the interview. And she asked him, "Did you? Do you feel you enabled Trump? You know." No, I didn't. I didn't enable him. I'm not an enabler. You know, Chris Christie is everything that people hate about lawyers. Like, because you watch, you watch the interviews with him. You know, he did the the CNN thing with uh, Dana Bash. Right. Uh, he was on Nicole Wallace, where mm-hmm. she like came really close to tearing him a new one. Mm-hmm. But you will ask him, well, aren't you guilty of this thing that you are very clearly and obviously guilty of? And he will parse his answer, focusing on like one word and take issue with the way, you know, and he just avoids the question, Right, never answers it, never admits guilt. He's, you know, it, if anything, he learned more about how to be a con man from his time, you know, as, as the, the remora Trump's. Well, I mean, the the whole New Jersey thing. I mean, he, he should have went to jail. Those people for the whole bridge thing. Yeah. Yeah. He should, they should have got his ass. And then that's a lot of ass to get. Right. And then the fact that he, you know, he put Jared, 
dad in jail, then turns around and Trump gets him out of jail. Yeah. You know, get them, covers him up, at, you know, and then he goes down the line and getting all these other people. And then, you know, Christie's trying to be this now, well, I told him he shouldn't have did that. I told him that. Well, dickhead, you damn near died because of you listened to the orange man when they told you don't go to the damn, uh, uh, and they, they also are illegal. I mean, they, they're accused of fucking up the Hatch Act by yeah. actually <clears throat> campaigning at the White House and doing all these different things yeah. while you cut down those goddamn, you fucked up the Rose Garden, that idiot wife of yours who cut that down after they had you know done so much. I mean, these, these people, when, when you're done, there's just a huge list of shit. There's so much in the four years of what that dude did. And, and you, you have to read enough because books and different things to find out exactly what he was doing. The, you know, the one thing I, I will say, just uh, re- related to the the former first lady is I, I will kind of miss uh, seeing a white house Christmas that doesn't look like it came out of Tim Burton's reject bin. Um, I, you know, as, as uh, a proud warrior on Christmas, I kind of loved what she did. (laughs) You, you like the blood red tree. It was, yeah. I mean, it was like nightmare Christmas. Oh man. Yeah, and then wait a minute, and, and they the way they embrace this chick, I'm sitting there going, she, they're showing her with, with you know licking another licking on another chick and doing all this stuff. But you you know Obama wore a fucking tan jacket. You lost your mind and you were pissed because Michelle showed her arms, you know. And it just I mean it, it's amazing what you what and it, you they said well look what Obama divided us. No fucker, you guys divided. You already got bothered by the fact that he was too smart. You know, you hated that. He fucking read a book. He didn't do what everybody else did. He didn't, he really didn't want to sit around and have a beer with a, especially a dickhead like McCarthy. <laughs> you, you go have a beer with Mitch McConnell. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think uh, when he roasted Trump mm-hmm. at the correspondence oh, dinner, yeah. that, that set a lot of things in motion. Oh, you, you, you're talking about, you know, um, um, them wanting to lynch somebody. Yeah. They would have loved to have a good old-fashioned lynching the day he sat up there and just, like, this motherfucker's just making an ass out of it. Like, yeah, he is. He's showing how ignorant you guys are. He lit Trump's ass up, and he's always wanted to get after him. You know, that's why, you know, when you were, I don't know if you are going to bring it up or not, but the, when they did the, uh, 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 Trump went after the, was it the Central Park Five? Okay. Oh right, right. Yeah. yeah, he went out. He went after them again. Well, no. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> no, no. Because no, like, you were like you were saying you didn't know if I was going to bring it up. I'm like, I didn't no, no, happen no, this no, week. No, no. I'm saying connected to uh, Rittenhouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I was just saying that you know Trump did not the way they did that, and it's well. Do you think there's a, a difference here? The guys were. At, you think that there's a difference? Those guys went to jail. They were all teenagers. Well, yeah. they they didn't do the crime. Apparently. They didn't do the crime. That's but, that's kind of a big yeah. difference right. uh, between the saying, Central Park Five and, and yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse. Right, there, but I'm just there's saying that they didn't do the crime, but they didn't even get a chance. It took years before this. Well, this guy, the, you know, this guy's walking. Black. Yeah, you know, this <laughs> guy's walking with uh, and uh, you know his rifle, and he walked past cops. You got gang members. We got gang members up and down, whatever. They don't walk around with their guns wrapped yeah. around their neck. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, you. Uh, well, it's like there was, you know, one of those 
like bullshit online, you know, hey, we're trying to get your information uh, under the guise of posing innocuous questions. Uh, ah, yes. So it was uh, something, if you could have any superpower for one day, what would it be? And I just replied, qualified immunity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd prefer to have it for like a month. <laughs> I got I got a list. I got a long list. Yeah, you <laughs> some of it involves travel, <laughs> which in these days of you know COVID, I'm a little reluctant to travel. I, I, I don't know if you saw. Speaking of shooting, they they let out the guys who accused of you know killing Malcolm X mm. have have been exonerated. Yeah, but the thing is, it was the FBI that covered it up. Everybody knew, and this is why, you know, so we're having this debate, and I was having this debate with some friends, and they said to me, well, you know, hey, ship with you, you know, you feel, I said, if J. Edgar Hoover already told you that you can have no black messiahs, if he already was, was uh, bug Martin Luther King's, wherever Martin Luther King went, he knew every, he knew all about Martin Luther King, and you don't think he didn't know all about Malcolm and, and wherever Malcolm was going and he knew who really killed him? The FBI knew and they want they want to go after, because Cy Vance is the one that got those guys on. They want to go after the, uh, I think it's New York, uh, state of New York, um, I'm blanking, the State Department of whatever, they, they're... they're uh, state AG. Yeah, they want to go after them because they also covered up everything that went down with Malcolm X. I mean, it, it, it's, you know, so they knew that the guy was going get, to get popped. They didn't stop it. Uh, we always knew that there were black assassins that did it. I don't, I never thought it was uh, the, the, you know, the, the um, uh, that it was the uh, Muhammad, uh, you know, the, the Muslims that did it. I thought that they hired black assassins to take him out, you know. Well, and I, you guys know me. I'm I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I just occasionally, you know, see things that go together and then let the weirdos run with it if they so desire. But as the the New York AG department is is coming down on Trump, the Trump family, the whole criminal organization, mm-hmm. I just I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. I just think it's a little the timing is strange for people to want to go after the, the New York AG's office on something that they very clearly may have done, Mm -hmm. but it's like, why, why now? Why are we paying attention to this? Oh, possibly. So folks on the right can have something to point to when they talk, well, that whole department is corrupt and has been for years. Well, when they go after Trump, that's, it's, it's, clear that he's as he said the most innocent man ever, you know it's it's all as long as we got you know we look we got bannon long as they got the insurrection stuff going on trump well, will always be there because he is the mastermind which people say you know i see i don't think he's the mastermind but he's the figurehead he's well, the linchpin I'm, right but i'm saying when i say mastermind it's all going to lead back to him he can't get out of it because when they asked the captain or oh, not the captain but the the, the general over the National Guard, when they asked him, well, how soon could you have been here? You know, and he said, well, I could have been there in 15, I could have had 500 guys in, you know, 15 minutes. He says, well, well, you know, then so, but it took three hours, you know, and I'm saying because, remember, I don't know if you, uh, and they interviewed a lot of the people, where was Trump? No one could find out where, and they couldn't talk to him. Christie even said, I tried to call him to shut this down, and he wouldn't do it. And so, 
whoever yeah, that sure he, he was he was in, yeah he was in on the orchestration of it and he gave because he they still had to give he had to give the order to get it done that's what i'm saying it leads back to him you know and well and a, i think you know with the uh with the revelation this week that uh kimberly guilfoyle uh who you know batshit crazy anyway right. uh also ben dayton uh, jr uh-huh for a spell. So her admission that she raised millions for the uh, Stop the Steal rally, that brings it closer to the Trump family. And I, you know, we've talked about this on the show before. You know, it's frustrating to watch justice crawl at a snail's pace, but it it is crawling. It is yeah. moving forward. And and they're selling the hotel. Yeah. Uh, they're wow, selling a, that hotel in surprise. Washington. Yeah, because I mean, because that a district attorney there is you know, going after Trump for what they did. I mean, did you did you see the prices of how they jacked the room prices up to like three thousand dollars? And I'm like, what? You know, and, oh, dude, you, you, and they made I don't know how many millions of dollars they made for wasn't that. There, wasn't there a story about a, a couple of Saudis that were renting? Yes, and like strictly like they never they were never there. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was just I, mo- it was just money laundering. I honestly like I. I will be interested to see who buys it and what Trump lets the Russians do to the building before it's sold. <laughs> I'm I'm not, you know, I'm we, just saying that, you know, if if you're in a position where you have someone who maybe not an operative, but as as uh, they, I, I am, a useful tool. I am not operative. I am <laughs> I am exterminator here yeah. to remove. Well, I was I was referring to uh, as as time and eloquently calls him the orange man, but yeah, you know, you you want to pay me how much to do some renovations in the building? Sure, and for the Russians uh, or even you know the Chinese at this point I, to have a, a surveillance hub that close to the White House, I'm just saying. I think also, uh, I don't know if you saw the interview of Uberdeen. Was her Uma Uma Uberdeen? Uber. She was married to Uma Aberdeen. Uma Aberdeen. Oh, Uma Aberdeen. Uma. Uma. Is it Uma? Uma Aberdeen. She married to the, Wiener. Was married to Wiener. Was yeah. yeah she, and Wiener's married. Wiener. And they even told her. Even Hillary told her, "Don't make." When he was running for a uh, mayor, I think it was mayor. Was it mayor he was running for? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, and she and he was oh, he, he would have won. But he fucked up, right? So when they were interviewing, they they said to her, "Don't don't make that speech." They told her, "Please don't do it." Even Hillary said, "Girl, please don't make that speech." I've been there, done that. Don't fucking do it. And lo and behold, they she, Uma Uma was stating that Uma Oprah, um, yeah, yeah, Oprah, Uma, yeah, Jesus. was stating that this <laughs> this is what pretty much uh, shot Hillary in the foot. And she said, "I did not want to." Because they used what Wiener did and said about those emails and flipped it on her, even yeah. though Trump was already doing some dastly dirty shit, but basically handed it over to him because L. Dickhead was running around. You know, I didn't know. I was like, "Come on, man!" I mean, I don't, I don't know what you guys, I, I, what you guys think of uh, Huma, but I think she's beautiful. Oh. She's a beautiful woman. What are you doing? You got this well, beautiful you, chick in your house, and, you know. But you know better. You know why he's doing it. It's not about the fact he's got a beautiful woman. He's got a problem. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, but I mean, it's like your problem could be fixed. She's, the pussy's laying next to you, dude. I know. Yeah, I, 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 let's let's go back to Hugh Grant getting a Hummer, and he's yeah. he's he's 
you know, with Elizabeth Hurley, for God's sakes. Right. Who's still posting. She's still posting, I look good at 55. I look good at... She I, does. Yeah, she does. Yeah, you know. Back when I back when I worked at the Playboy Mansion, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, she was on the guest list for parties, she... I mean, in you think she's, like, gorgeous photographed. Mm-hmm. In person, I mean, it's just, like, one of those sort of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I worked, uh, you know, not to go full on like cartoon wolf, you know, <laughs> but it, it like you see her and it's it's just like March. Whoa, everything just stops. I was even blown away. I'm sitting there going, Homer, what the hell did you see in Wiener, though? Uh, the guy's name right. is Wiener. Why would you want to date a guy <laughs> hey. named Wiener? You know, he caught hell in school with that name uh, like Wiener. And then, well, we, yeah, but like, then, you know, like Johnny Cash, you know, boy named Sue. It's like that's the kind of thing that could either make you strong. <laughs> Or yeah, but then, destroy you. But I you would go, break you. You go and you get the woman, and then all of a sudden you 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 know you're this whole other guy. But that's that's the thing with a lot of these people that are drawn to politics. It's the aspect of power and and adoration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's you know it's never enough. I think it's the J it's the J J Edgar Hoover thing where he was dressing up in women's garments and and doing the whole thing, and the mob knew. Every, so why he thought he was, you know, you know, bugging everybody, he didn't know that Alan Dulles was already bugging him. He says, "Dude, I got you. I got you already. I got you and your boy. Got you giving you you giving your boy blowjobs. If you open your fucking mouth, I'm gonna I'm gonna own you." He got rid of McCarthy because McCarthy was a fucking drunk. You know, yeah. he was a. I mean, he was a serious drunk. He was drunk all the time, even though he's going after accusing people of communism and then you hire a gay dude to go after gays when you're trying to get Cohen. Well, uh, and I Cohen's mean, he knows gay. where to find them. Right. But I was like, <laughs> how did, and, and true, and Washington was full of gays. But yet, well, and I, I wouldn't say was, you know, I mean. But I'm you just know, saying at that you time. You look at Lindsey Graham, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. the whole like closeted gay operative for the anti-gays still but you, you sent a, you sent and, and i didn't know coin was that ruthless i mean it yeah. really a buddy of mine said to me he says you know there's a lot of uh gay racist and i'm like really why would you you're gay you're already catching hell now right. you want to be a racist too well you know it's if you can point the finger somewhere else like don't yeah. beat me up beat them up Let's all beat them up together, and then I'm with you guys, and you don't have to beat me up because I'm one of y'all. Right. If you if you That's have confusing. the it's yeah it's like the gay well I mean gay Republican I could get with but gay racist like dude you how far we've come you're riding on the back of civil rights. You know, you're, you we opened the door for you. How the hell can you be a well, racist? Well, you know that's that's the thing, idiocy. Uh-huh. Knows no boundaries of of race, yeah. color, creed, sexual identity. One uh, a phrase. There's, there's idiots. It's not late. I'm. It's just idiots across the board. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, is he getting rid of the lettuce sticker? I've never seen you do that. Yeah, I, well, I usually have time to grab a smoke before. <laughs> well, because I'm I'm writing and making notes. Leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah, this is this for, is for those of you that of, can't the, see this on the, the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say one of the advantages of doing an audio show is that it doesn't matter what you're doing with your hands or how you're gesturing. This is one of the one of the things that the the guy who ran the old network and the show that we were on, like something would fuck up that nobody listening would see, and he would start narrating it. Like, oh well, there's uh, there's a there's a problem with the soundboard, and there's smoke coming out of the mic. It's like, dude. 
Nobody just, knows. You keep going. Nobody has to fucking know this. This is the magic of radio. The magic of audio podcasts. Nobody knows you're waving around an unlit cigarette like a dork. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say a dork. I would say like a 1970s talk show host who right. could smoke in the oh. studio. You're channeling your inner cavit. Tom Snyder. Because yeah. I still have the, the 70s sideburns from the show I've been working on. <laughs> It's funny. I've been like asking make I'm like, can we just like take them in? No, oh, they look great. I'm like, I look like Tom Snyder in 1973. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's very funny, David. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, time and you, we'll try and get this back on, on track. You had brought up uh, Joe McCarthy. Right. And while there is another uh, McCarthy these days who's <sighs> just as dangerous ignorant and stupid and counting on other people being even more ignorant from and California. Yeah. yeah. But I want to keep it in Wisconsin for a minute okay. uh, because we had started talking about Kyle Rittenhouse and as, as you guys and uh, listeners know, uh, I am, I'm originally from Chicago, which despite all the wonderful things about it is still located in Illinois. And <laughs> I, I honestly, this week with, with the Rittenhouse verdict, not not for long, maybe maybe just a couple minutes, but I did contemplate moving back to Chicago and opening up a new business that specialized in murder tourism to Wisconsin because apparently now you can just doesn't matter how old you are or or what your inclination is, you can just drive up over the border there and uh, just kill people. Right. So I think I think there's a lot of money in homicide timeshares to be oh, made. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. even you know branching out. Like short-term rental murder apartments that can help you make it look like an accident. Air B Where, and B and B for bullet. Uh, see, I was thinking Air B and E. <laughs> ah, all right. Uh, it's a, you know just a regular uh, breaking and entering here. Someone got killed. Hey, you know things like that just happen in Wisconsin. Oh, you know it's uh come 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 for the murder, stay for the hot dish. Oh yeah. <laughs> when you when you think about you know. What went down? Because you, you know, you say, "Hey, you know, dude, you, you were able to walk past the cops. You, you, even though you, you shot through, and the white cat who shot the brother who started the whole thing. I mean, he had five people on one dude, and you shot him in the back because you thought, and he, now he wasn't running toward his car. He was walking around to the, the door, and because he reached in, and you said you were scared for your life, but yet." You guys open fire, and then it's this stand your ground bullshit. If we'd have stopped the Zimmerman crap, we could have. We this would have been, but we didn't do that. We allowed that dickhead. He's making speeches now. He's roaming around shooting black folks for you know because a guy you know he was walking with iced tea and Skittles, you know this unharmed and and, and the whole white dude fearing for his life bullshit where did that come from you know that's that's one of the things that i think is kind of hilarious all these these big strong men with guns that basically their defense is i'm a fucking wuss uh i i am afraid for my i am afraid for my life from so many stimuli that i encounter in in the everyday world it's a it's a scary scary frightening world and i am a, i am a little wuss who needs a gun to protect himself because scary scary world and yet liberals are the snowflakes explain that to me please right, right. projection 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Projection and denial. I, okay. You know, I work. I work at juvie, and I was talking to a sixteen-year-old, which is very hard to do. Talking to a sixteen-year-old today, and he says to me, "Hey, you hey, should maybe get some tips from Matt Gates." Yeah. He said, "Hey, he said, hey, you old fucker, <laughs> you got any treats in your bag?" I said, "No, bro, I ain't got no treats for you." He said, "Yeah, I bet you don't get any pussy." I said, so, you know, I said, you're 16 years old, locked up in juvie, about to 20 years in jail, and you're trying to give me advice on sex? <laughs> I said, motherfucker, I have come that's older than you. Shut the fuck up. What do you know? What do you know? Go sit your ass down somewhere. Read a book. You weasel. Oh, oh you, you, you don't know. So the staff was sitting next to me. He said, shit, where do you get this shit from? I said, this, this, look, it just sits, it, it comes out because I'm sitting here talking to this. And I said, I'm, I, I'm talking to kids who I know who have shot people. These kids are murderers. These are murderers, right? They didn't get anything with this son of a bitch guy. This dude was walking out in broad daylight. As I always tell guys who try to run, I said, dude, you know, I've been working in juvenile hall for over 30 years. I dealt with murderers, rapists, and gangbangers, and and pedophiles. And this kid has a, a that Ricky Schroeder sent the fucker two million to cover his ass, yep. which helped him get off. Now, and so we're sitting. I'm saying, how do you how do you run this by me? Okay, because I, I got a cop. Another guy's at our lounge. He's a cop. You know, guy's got an AR-15. You walk in the street. You're supposed to I'm protect. Who are you protecting? You went across state line at 17 years old. You walked past the police after you shot three people. You killed two. And then you put your hands up, walked back, and went all the way home. No one fucked with you until the next day. Yeah. There ain't a black kid or Hispanic kid today that would have got that deal. Nope. They'd have shot him dead. Mm-hmm. If a black dude had been walking around with a fucking AR-15, you shot another black dude, You just like the dude uh, 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 Arbery, that the, the the other trial in Georgia, they asked his ass. He was an idiot. He should have never let that that chick lit him up. So what? Uh, did you feel? You, did did you feel threatened? Did he have a gun? Well, uh, no, I didn't see a gun. Did you feel threatened? Well, I wouldn't say it was threatened. Was he running away from? Yeah, he was running away from me. So did so did you feel threatened? Well, no, I don't know if I feel the. So what the hell did you have a shotgun for? And he basically, you just you just gave them what she what she wanted. She walked you right down the pace. Just like the guys in Georgia, this fucking kid should do some time, all right? Not none of this bullshit, because all the kids at my job, all right, all the gangbangers that have come through, they ain't getting no deal where they say, oh, well, man, you know, you know, the other people were, you know, victims, and you're a victim, and, you know, we ought to just let you. No, they're not getting that. They're doing time. They're doing time. I got 14-year-olds that are up for murder. Even the kid who was hanging with the kids who shot the dude, he's getting just as much time as the kid who shot him. This motherfucking dude is walking. Yeah. So here it is, Kenosha, Wisconsin, all right? You got, I knew when the judge, as soon as the fucking judge spoke up, and also, you know, he had the MAGA shit on his, on his damn you, cell phone. You also know he's related to Ricky Schroeder, right? The judge's name is Schroeder. Stop. Well, but no direct relation. Yeah, I think he's like his uncle. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. No, they're, they're, that's, yeah. There's not that that many degrees of separation between those two. If if that shit gets out, they're going to burn it. I don't, I don't know that. My understanding is that, yeah, they're, they're family. And that, you know, he beats his wife, Ricky does. 
That's talk about the angry. It's a good Christian man. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's uh, he's uh, the uh, magic underwear folks. Is he really? Oh yeah. Magic oh, underwear. The the Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, there's a there was a great interview with Howard Stern and Ricky Schroeder, and he just wouldn't let up about it. You wearing the underwear now? Can you show us the under? Can you show us the magic underwear? Come on, Ricky. And, <laughs> What is the magic underwear, man? They someone uh, want to hit the poor guy next to me? Oh my god! It's, it's, it's a whole episode. Where, yeah, yeah we, right, right. But I'm just saying, where did it come from? I mean, the Mormons from the, the Mormon Church. Yeah, they, they, apparently they have magic underwear. They, yep, they've, they've got not magic. I mean, that's that's me being an asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a designated sort of body suit that you wear under your clothing. That um, oh well, let's if we're gonna be bashing on um, um, just for a second. Uh, <laughs> I discovered this on the internet, which I really wish I would stay off the internet. Um, in the Mormon faith, you're not supposed to have sex prior to marriage. Okay. So now what Mormons are doing is the man will get on top of the woman and, and insert his penis, but then he won't do anything, but he has a friend who will push up and down. <laughs> on his. I kid you not. It's called soaking. You know, it's a fucking I, thing. I just, I just want to say for everybody who's ever made fun of observant Jews who have like a Shabbos goy who comes in and turns the lights on for them like on Saturdays. This is that on fuck crack. you, yeah, fuck this is, you. This is this is whole other <laughs> level weirdness. A Shabbos what? A Shabbos goy. What's a uh, Shabbos goy? Yeah, like goy. a you know, like the goyim, goyim the non-Jews uh-huh. goy individual. Okay, uh, so you know. Because you are not supposed to do any work on the Sabbath, you mm-hmm. know, and the Orthodox part of their interpretation of that is you can't use electricity, you know. So if if there's a light on when when Shabbos begins uh, Friday, it stays on until the sun goes down on Saturday. Yeah. But you know, if you don't want to burn wattage, there are people who you know they'll have. Someone, oh hey, yeah, can you uh, can you come in and you know just turn the lights on, you know, at like four o'clock, whatever. I don't know, you know, I've seen it happen, but I it's like, a it's a loophole. Yeah, it's a loophole. It's like you know, doesn't mean someone else can't do it. Uh, wow. So they so, can hire a brother to come by and turn off his lights. Well, you don't really hire them. You don't. You know because or you then, just call me up. That, and say, hey, that, man, that would be work. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would follow <laughs> those sort of work things. So, so they have good friends. Can you come over and do me a favor? Yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah. Or, hey, could you come in here a second? Yeah. And it's it's like all right, whatever. Dude, I don't drive on the Shabbos. <laughs> I go straight to anytime I hear Shabbos, I go straight to Goodman. Well, Walter Sobchak. Walter Sobchak. <laughs> and, and so with the Mormons, they were in this special suit. Yeah, they, they have they have underwear that's. Made by the church for the church people. Um, oh, okay. Do you have to buy this? You have to buy this. Thing? I don't know if you have to buy it. Because yeah, when I went, I would imagine. I would, yeah. When, I, when imagine. I went to do dry bar, um, I was in Salt Lake City, and they took me to the cathedral. But I didn't get a new. Oh, even though he was trying to get me uh, to join up at the end, because he gave me a Bible and he gave me the thing. Well, yeah, they don't hit you with the magic underwear. You know, it's it's like it's like that. how the it's Scientologists thing, yeah. like don't tell you about like the crazy alien shit until you've already invested you know a quarter million dollars into classes <laughs> and, and given them every secret they could ever use against you. That's when they give you the bad shit crazy. So you you get some magic underwear. Yeah, you don't bust that out on the intro. It's kind of like there's shit you don't talk about right. your until a third date you know 
And then yeah. they push on you. Well, because you know, they you, you say push on you. Push so, you. Well, you, you, call your butt, you call your buddy in. And, yeah. your buddy. and he pushes on your butt or it shakes the bed. So you get the friction and you get the motion of the ocean, but you're not doing it. So technically, you're not having sex. I, so, you know, so dry humping. Oh, no, it's but very it's, wet. That's yeah. why it's called soaking. Soaking. So you, know, you would think like this would she's wet and well, and, and he goes in. I, I can't imagine how, but yes, yes, she is. <laughs> so he, so he, even though he puts it in, someone else pushes him. Correct. Yeah, there. Yeah, that is that is seriously having your brother's back and you know, your buddy's <laughs> like that is that is a serious fucking wingman that'll come into the room. I'm, and, I'm just thinking like the the Mormon Church like should just invest in the old magic fingers, uh, oh, vibrating bed, you know, see, massage things they used go. to have in motels in the 70s. Mm, yeah. Like you know, it's keep, we're not keep having it, sex. Keep it to Brrr. two in a bedroom. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a date I had that she told me you can put it in, but not all the way. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. See. I didn't yeah, understand I, it, but that's how they told me. God, so religion, religion has fucked up sex so badly. I, I, oh, man. It's, just I, it's all done good. wonders for the fetish world. Though. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Get in there. <laughs> Soak this, you miserable maggot. Um, oh, you know. Hurt me. <laughs> I've been so bad. <laughs> Touch me, you boss. <laughs> you know, so the first wedding that I ever performed... Uh, was in New Orleans on Halloween weekend. And for the ceremony, I was wearing the Roman collar and also a tallis and a yarmulke. Um, He's covering all the bases. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> and my head. Uh, a Roman but, collar is Jewish? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm ordained in universal life, you know. Okay. So it's like, you know, the... the a lot of the weddings I've uh, been asked to to officiate are non-denominational, but some of them it's like, well, we kind of want to respect mm-hmm. this tradition. I'm like, and you hired me, but um, <laughs> but so anyway, uh, we're in New Orleans. It's Halloween weekend, and after the reception, a bunch of us went down to the quarter, and I figured like, well, I'm yeah, I'm not going to change, so I'm wearing you know black jeans, Roman collar, black jacket and we're going and you would well you may not be amazed but there are a great number of people with uh just very strange sexual connections to the catholic church uh no uh, yeah Stop. i know in new orleans on what? halloween weekend but uh yeah <laughs> just some really interesting propositions that i wound up getting that night wasn't the guy who got caught doing the freaky three-way on the altar that was like the norm. I wasn't. Uh, why are you pointing at me? I'm like, I no, 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 no. Because you would know this kind of a story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was a there was a pastor or a priest or whatever. You know, I don't know his actual designation, but he was having a three way on the altar with a couple of hookers, and one of them was a dominatrix, and somebody from the church walked up. Oh Lord! And that was it for him. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that was in the New Orleans area. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Freaky deaky you know, number one dominatrix, about, right? uh, black woman. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, black women are most, uh, they always, that's the body shape and the whole okay. uh, thing into the, you know, and then, you know. and they have, This is like the weirdest episode of Family Feud. <laughs> Number one answer. <laughs> black <laughs> dominatrices. Yeah, and they would, you know. See if it's it, up there. <laughs> and for guys to even, you know, welcome, I mean, or, you know, request to be have their balls stepped on has really blown me away. I've, that, I've never understood that particular one. I didn't. I, yeah. I don't understand the, it either. Like grinding the heel into yeah. it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. Uh, 
Lick my boot, you bastard. Who am I? Queen, I will do what you ask me to do. It's amazing. Hey, everybody got their something. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not my something. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to share with my my girl about the whole, uh, what is it called? Uh, Wedding? Soaking. 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 Hey, you know what soaking is? No, what's soaking? Well, Let me just put this inside you and then have my my friend come in here. My friend over. (laughs) He comes in and pushes me. I wonder if there's some kind of uh, crossover between the Shabbos goyim and the, and the, soaking, <laughs> and the Mormon soakers and the morning and it, the morning soaking assistants. These these are starting to sound like teams that would play the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> like, oh, we're giving the Washington Generals a week off this week. They're going to be playing the Salt Lake City Soakers. <laughs> what are you guys doing after the game? Oh, you know, you know. <laughs> I'm having a three way, but it's not like how you think. But how many? But they, but they're also not supposed. I mean. On one hand, they have a bunch of wives too, and they're well the old school ones. Old school ones, yeah, yeah. And then they snitch on each other in the colleges. Apparently, you know, they try to lure the football players, and if they find out that you did, you know, they'll snitch on you and and, and tell. They'll go and tell, and you get kicked out of school, uh, in the Mormon school because you're not supposed to have sex. Jesus, yeah. I mean, am I going to say this out loud? Yeah, fucking white people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, people. I think this is a this is a great segue uh, back into the news because there there is one white guy who does realize the problem of having all these all these disparate religions and says that America needs to have one religion and one government. You got it, Michael Flynn, uh, disgraced retired General Michael Flynn. God, where where did what happened to that guy? I, you know, I'm guessing uh, because I, and it, you know, may just be proximity in the news and have nothing to do with it. But I recently uh, read a story about uh, a bunch of soldiers who inhaled toxic chemicals from the, uh, burn, from the pit? burn pits. Oh, all right. You know, that when they were like stationed out in the desert in, mm-hmm. in Afghanistan, you know, they don't have, they're not going to run sewage from a city. So, they basically collect all the waste, you know, from the porta potties or what have you. Oh, it's not, it's it, not just that; it's everything. Well, right, yeah, but it, you know, everything gets burned. Plastic, metal, yeah, all that. It's and yeah. so by sniffing this, this makes them batshit crazy. Well, most of them, it just gives them cancer. But I'm thinking uh, maybe <laughs> Flynn has, you know, maybe it's a brain tumor. Maybe it's you I, know see, some I, like comic the, book villain's origin story the reason i keep asking is i have a friend of mine she was an ap reporter embedded with the troops in afghanistan and knew mike flynn back in the day and she can't explain it she's like i it's not the same guy i knew and they were passing each other in the corridors about four years ago five six years ago and she was like hey mike and he he waved her off he was just like yeah like don't talk to me and i think he might have maybe he knew right then he was going nuts because <laughs> it's yeah that terrified me to hear that guy say that we need one religion and we need one government i'm like yeah as our forefathers wanted and i'm like mikey no well maybe maybe his <laughs> <laughs> maybe his but that was the whole yeah, idea flynn of- was one of the guys that went to the kremlin on july 4th uh, yeah. a few years back wasn't yeah. he yeah mm-hmm. along uh, with uh gosar and um john Ron or not john- gosar uh uh gomert Gomert and Ron Johnson was there as well. Um, yeah. Cheaper. And, uh, and so that's the thing, you know, a lot of black folks sit back and go, we didn't create this shit. No, you did no, not. No, but you, you built it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. But for free. Yeah, we had right. no choice. It was free labor. You know, we were getting shit beat out of us, so we didn't have any. 
And you know, and we we were trying to simulate and show you show you guys how smart we were, and then all of a sudden it didn't do us any good because then we we got too smart, and they said, well, these "Black motherfuckers is getting too smart. We got to shut this shit down." It's trying to you know they they building houses, and now they talking like us and acting like us, and here here, and you know they don't say yowza no more and masa and everything. They starting to talk just like us. And they think they got rights. We got to beat that shit back. We got to make America great again. Yeah, we've got to take that beach away from them. Yeah. They don't deserve to go to the ocean. Yeah. And swimming. Look at them. Look at swimming. Them. How did that happen? Yeah, and run fast and shit. The phase it always blew me away that I had to sh- that 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 Jackie Robinson had to show a motherfucker he could hit a baseball. It blew me away. I said, I said, I said "Look, he made history. What to show me? I had to show you that I could. I was faster than a white boy. I've always been faster than him." Yeah. Well, that's because y'all have that extra bone in your foot. Well, that's right. right. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. oh boy! Oh. I think I mean, it's just I mean, you sit back and it's, it's, you have to explain, you know, that you know to play football. That's just, you know, guy had to show that he could take yeah. a ball and run it. Yeah, and go through and, yeah. and, and being, all being a, a captain in the army wasn't enough. Right. No. For respect. No, and then when, and well, shit, once you got back, and well, you want to talk about that, then you have to come back from war and you got your, you know, you say, hey, I fought for my country. Yeah, but we ain't giving you no rights, you motherfucker. Get your ass back to where you, and give me them, take them goddamn stripes off and yeah. shit, you know. And it's, it's, it was, it was a constant thing. And you, wow, now you got a motherfucker talking about, oh man, we're taking my freedom. We need one religion. We need this. We need that. And, and get us back. Get us back. You always been there. Yeah. There's no one taking anything for you. You you shit it on everybody. And all we had to do was sell fear. If we sell fear, they did it. Let's yep. pick, let's pick somebody. Pick them. You well, know. that's you know, like you know, you were saying black black people didn't get the credit for all the shit that they built, you know, yeah. as as slaves. But you know, in yeah. case you needed a scapegoat, yeah. it's, you know, the ultimate irony of it being called the White House. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fact that yeah, what, just what, to remind everyone, what was the movie called that they that the that Wilson was watching? It's a great movie with the with the with the Ku Klux Klan and all them. Oh, Birth, Birth of, of a Nation. Nation. Birth of a Nation. That was called one of the greatest movies ever done. Nah. And he watched it in the White House. Yeah. On film, he said, "Hey man, this is a great movie, yeah." And who's the villain? The black man. Yeah. And there was people well, in black. Duh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and what was he going after? Oh, the white woman. Like, no, they're coming to us. We, <laughs> we don't want them. You know, I mean, you, 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 it's, it's funny how they when, when Wilmington, North Carolina, was in 1895, I think, was a predominantly black town. It's predominantly white now, but and all the blacks were prominent, and they, the woman put in the paper. That the white woman they said they're taking all the the white women and the brother told him, no 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 he wrote in the black paper uh, no they're coming willingly <laughs> they coming to us you know and they burned they they formed a militia of about three thousand and start shooting black folks and black people got the hell out now <laughs> but now women's North Carolina is a predominantly white town strange how that happened yeah. mm. because they lost the vote because that was back when they called uh, poor whites the fusion uh, a party. And they were connecting with with blacks, and they voted against the rich whites. Oh yeah, we we, yeah. we can go all the oh, way back to sixteen nineteen about that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, poor shit. white people and poor black people getting together, and rich that white was, people scared the fuck out of them. Uh, <laughs> Bacon's Rebellion. Yeah. It, was, it was Bacon's Rebellion, sixteen sixty, because they amended the uh, uh, the because there was, there was no such thing as white and black. No, white and black was created in sixteen sixty one. And you had Bacon's Rebellion, and Bacon's Rebellion 
which is what you're talking about, yeah. Bacon found out that, hell, I, I don't have any more rights than this slave. Right. And so when they formed the deal, and, and back then, you were either called a European or you were called an African or, you know, and they were, everybody was fucking. There was no, it didn't matter what color, whatever, everybody was fucking. And they turned around, and when, when they saw, like you said, the rich saw how they came together, oh, yeah. and he said, oh, no, we got to stop this shit. So once they shut it down, they went to the poor whites. How, and told how them, did they see it? Were they in there pushing? <laughs> <laughs> they probably were. Well, remember, the Puritans were changing every time, you know, because they caught the one guy. He got caught with, with the black woman. Yeah. Well, well, if you're, I mean, she's not a Christian. She's a slave. But if we make her a Christian, then, you know. And he all he was worried about was, can we still have sex with these slaves and be okay and if the slave don't get shit? And then also, but but the white woman wanted to fuck a slave too. And they said, oh, no, no, no. That'd be a disgrace to the nation. You can't have it. You can't go get you no black buck, but you can have it. So, I mean, it was all, everything was dictated for them. And after Bacon's Rebellion, he, he did say, all the rich told him, tell you what, we'll give you 50 acres of land and uh, we'll make you overseer over that, over that nigga. We'll get you, and and that, there you go. And they stopped it, like you said. It scared yeah. the shit out of them. Yeah. But they did give them some land. It says you're one of us. No, you're not. No. You, as far as skin goes, you are. But other than that, you know, so. well, on on that note, we had mentioned the the newer, crazier McCarthy. Uh, did you catch any of his eight and a half hour rant uh, when he yeah, was trying yeah, to? Yeah. I mean, just so much, just flat out ridiculousness and lies regarding you know when during the the small portion of that rant when he actually did talk about uh the the build back better bill right yeah that, it's amazing that like there's 15 seconds of him actually addressing it and then eight hours of just horseshit yeah right. but it was you know it was the whole like the lie of Hey, these guys. This bill is gonna, you know, take taxes away from from poor white people and give it to rich people. And it's like, no, that's no. that's actually what the Republicans have been doing. This this remedies that, right. but it's it's the same thing going going a way back when in American history of selling the the poor whites on the idea that these guys are gonna take stuff from you and give it to them. What, what, and I, in, I just, in that case, then, just as now, the them happens to be a, a few shades darker than white folk. Well, well, why is it? They, they've always shown, why do poor whites continuously vote for something that does not help their fear. cause? Fear. Time and fear. I mean, God damn it. I mean, since, I mean, how far back do we got to go? That you, you've been buying into this game. I'm not telling you that Democrats are perfect. No, well, you yeah, know, but, it's. But I mean, the, 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 looking looking at like current news and, and media, there was there was a big story uh, about how CNN was was running a story that uh, you know Americans not feeling the effects of Biden, in, you know, bipartisan infrastructure bill, and it, it's like, well, no shit, that's because infrastructure takes time, you know, and this thing just passed. They're they're trying to yeah the media at least in this case CNN is trying to spread the idea that the poor white folks who stand to benefit from these bills the most aren't feeling the effects yet and how how dare they and this gives the Republicans shit to complain about yeah. it you know it's like 
Well, just it, like it, it, that's it's, why it's called it Obamacare, the, and just well, but it's like the political care. equivalent of of waiting and yelling in front of the microwave because your popcorn isn't done in three seconds. It's like, yeah, it takes a minute and a half to well, get really well, shitty, well, you, or however long it. T- I don't microwave popcorn. That's an abomination of the world. Uh, <laughs> make it on the stovetop, people. It's just so much better. But it's it's that thing. It's it's the the fear. That someone else is getting something that you should have. And someone on Twitter pointed out, it's like, yeah, you know, this bill that was passed uh, a a week ago, the the effects aren't being felt by these poor people. And decades of of Republican trickle-down economics. How are the effects of that being felt? Oh, they aren't? No positive effects being felt by the people yet. It took, it, let's, uh, let's focus on the Biden thing. Right. It took 70 years for the infrastructure in this country to crumble. Okay. It was 50, was it 52, I think, is mm-hmm. the last time we had a big infrastructure spend with Eisenhower? Right. It's, seven, it's damn near 70 years ago. Right. And we haven't done shit since. Well, I mean, also, you got to, you, you got to, I got to, you know, in a capitalistic society, I got to put your focus someplace else. So yeah. how do I do? I got to put your focus on continuously getting you to buy bullshit you don't need instead of focusing on what's truly going on. You got pissed off at Obama. They got pissed off at Obama because they said his when in 2008 that what he put in place didn't work as fast. They said it took too long. It only took too long because he didn't listen. And now that they've done the study, he should have listened to the woman. Who told him that the the, the money go big? He, go yeah. big. he didn't go big. Was he, he went yelling? small. It was uh, no. It was uh, well. He he listened to Sumner. Yeah. He listened to Summers, but he should have listened to whoever the woman was. She said one point eight bill. He went five or eight hundred or five hundred or something like that. And he should have went bigger to help the economy out. Yeah. It would have moved. Now, did what he put together work? Yes, because Trump is riding off, rode off his back, and then kind of look how great the economy is. But look how it, it took. And when it first came out, oh, Obama's this, Obama's that. No, they said by the time. It kicks in, which is like you said, Dave. It takes a while for it to happen, and when it finally kicked in, our economy was rolling. We didn't know it, but what else did he do? He put out a fucking uh, a playbook for the pandemic. We would have still been rolling. Twenty twenty twelve, I think he first put that he put together. That out. Yeah, and yet you have all these people who turned around and Trump threw the fucking book away. Yeah, because oh, you know, can't took, you can't listen to experts. And yeah. he took he took almost all of the scientists out of Wuhan that were working. Alongside the yes. Chinese and observing, which is, they yanked why, all those guys back. Why is so? Why is uh uh, what's his name going after Fauci? Um, uh, Ryan, Ryan, uh, Rand Paul, Rand Paul. Why is Rand Paul going after when it was because your buddy? he's jealous of someone who's a real doctor? Oh, well, there's that. <laughs> well, because I mean, you 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 know the, the, the self-accredited eye doctor. Oh God. Yes, who turned around and and you're going to blame Fauci. When Obama already had, like you said, had the people in play, Trump kicks them out, you know, ruins the program that they had, and then you're going to flip it. It's the same same logic that allows these folks on the right to say that racism isn't the problem. The problem is all these people who are making people feel bad by pointing out the racism. (laughs) You see, I should be be allowed— as a Republican American, I, I, it is my right to to hate on black people, and and make sure we do everything to strengthen a system that works overtime to keep black people and other minorities down. Mm-hmm. It, it, 
But for you to point that out, right. well, that's that's just offensive. I do say, my good sir, you are insulting my honor. Oh, Belvedere, come here, boy. <laughs> yeah. Pistols but, it down. Yeah. Well, my, I mean, my heritage is sacred. Yeah. But the, I mean, so when we when you start discussing history, every time they try to get this, well, we don't want to talk about race. You can't discuss American history, like you said, sixteen nineteen. If we yeah. went to fourteen ninety two, if we go from fourteen ninety two, there's no way in hell that you can't discuss race in the country because the white man had to create it to control shit. You had to. And so when you get to this part, what, you want to skip over half the shit that you did? Well, you know, I, I blame I blame uh, the climate, uh, winter, because, you know, during the summer, you know, you can, you can, instead of, you know, inventing the concept of race to separate, it could have just been shirts and skins, like, right. like you know, grammar school gym class. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, with the, so you don't want to discuss what what happened with the Indian. No, you got you got no, to keep no. that. Up. And then you know, I mean, and that's when I was when I was listening to Sapien. Sapien even lets you know that you know the discovery of the United States. People were already here. There was no Ooh, yeah. we discovered we discovered. No, you didn't. And motherfuckers were here thousands of years ago. Before you can even say a Columbus or whatever, I mean, right. they're, they're going into letting you know, and that's why if you go to Guatemala or different, you say, "Oh my God, there's African artifacts here." Yes, because they were already here. Yeah, there's no, you know, there's no, ooh, they just showed up. No, fucker, <laughs> they just, you know, they're here. You know, and it's just amazing. Somebody, uh, somebody posted on uh, social media that uh, they were uh, listening to the teacher talk to their child. And the teacher said, well, you know, Columbus brought organization and government. And smallpox. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and the kid says, like, wait a minute. The natives weren't governing themselves already? You're right. What? Yeah, yeah like there were there were civilizations oh, yes. in place when right. when Columbus rolled Nah, they in. were just a bunch of savages wandering around. Uh, yeah. Aimless. Yeah. They, yeah. they didn't have the, the white leadership uh, that right. they required. Cause, yeah, because the white guy built Machu Picchu. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and they no. needed, uh, you know, like you really needed these guys to come in and, and show you. And then you brought your religion, which, you know, you brought Catholicism to Ooh. someone already were, you know, we worship the son. No, no, no son. You know, Catholicism. The, the father and the son. Right, yeah. <laughs> which we find you stole that from something else. So, you know, hey. Horus. Jesus, Horus Christ. Horus. That's what, and we're full circle again. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing and it, but, but you know that goes to race theory what the guy went in virginia he sold them on the guy who won uh, right. who became governor he sold them on they're gonna come in and they're gonna like you were saying fear of they're gonna they, teach they you. want your children to believe that black people are just as good as them can't have that. Can't have that. No, uh, not in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Which also, Commonwealth, you dark uh, smirky. The thing that, <laughs> good lord, man, critical race theory is not being. There's not a single elementary school teaching critical race theory. I, it is an upper division so the, elective law school. The, course. the phrasing online, someone said, "No yeah. one is teaching your child critical race theory in school unless your child is in law school." In which case, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> That's a smart eight-year-old. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 there again, the messaging of of the of the right, you know, they stuck that in there. Another fear tactic. You oh, threw yeah. that in there. Okay, let's throw some more shit in there to scare the shit out of everybody. That's what's coming. Well, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not coming. It's not going to happen. It it sounds great 
to today's ears to say that the Republican Party is the party of Lincoln. And historically, that is true. But there was a little bit in the middle between Lincoln and nowadays that maybe you see some changes. Ronald Reagan wouldn't recognize these guys. No. These these are not Ronald Reagan Republicans. Well, Reagan, I'm telling not you. no. I, I I would say Tea in, Party, terms, maybe. in terms of policy, no. In terms of domination techniques, you know, in terms not like we were talking about earlier, uh, but in terms of dominating the the political world and cheating to give yourselves the advantage. I think Reagan would would totally recognize that part. Well, look, if look, if if Darth Vader himself, which is Cheney's father, okay, <laughs> doesn't like Trump and doesn't want shit to do with him, it's like, dude, you're fucking up my playground. I had us perfect. Yes, I'm a ruthless bastard. I'm not like you because you are an idiot. Yeah. And they don't want you and he doesn't want Bannon even though you Liz is not on our side really. But she seems like you, motherfucker, are way off the chain. Yeah, well, he, and on well, Liz, just on the on the Liz Cheney front, you know, it's and we've talked about this on the show before. She occasionally does good things, but it, she is no hero to the left, and no. and people need to understand. And it is it is just one more reason to go to the words of former Speaker of the House John Boehner, who so eloquently said. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Because Ted Cruz is is making us root for Liz Cheney, which no, no, I'm not rooting for. No, I know, but I'm just saying that she is pointing. I mean, she's basically no, she is doing some good things, and that's that's why I'm like bitter about Ted Cruz. It's like she, I think, time and nailed it though. Liz knows that this particular subsect of Republicans are going to fuck up the whole scam. They're going to get everybody so outraged that we will, in fact, vote these cocksuckers out of office finally. Yeah. And she sees that because right. she's looking at her job going away. Mm-hmm. And like the whole system that her father and everybody have built, it's all going to go away if they're not real careful. And it's, right. and you're not a real conservative. I mean, that she, these guys, Trump doesn't even care because remember, he was voting Republican and he gave money to Hillary Clinton when he turned around and did all this stuff. So... A Republican Republican, is. this is not this. This is not it. No. This is not what they wanted. Vader was a ruthless motherfucker. Yes, he got us in all these damn wars. It was her dad and Bush who fucked us and got us all this stuff. But then it, even Bush has come like, a, like, hey, man, the fuck are you doing? You fucking idiot. You No, we don't want this shit. And you got Marjorie Taylor Greene. You got Gates. We, no, hell no, we don't want these goddamn Klansmen coming out and we... Proud boys, you know, was, but that's all that that's, shit was that's the sad thing is that you know the people who are trying to sell the image of the Republican Party don't want that. That's you know, it's it's not a good look, as the kids say. The but, brand, the but brand the has people, been tarnished. The people who are the party, yeah, yeah. Apparently, that is what you want. You know, right. I mean, like, you, like I said before, fifty million Elvis fans can be wrong. Yeah, well, and you're looking at you're looking at that jackass in Florida. Who's you know getting rid of the mandates? You got the other jackass in Texas. These guys are doing us like, dude, what are you doing? Even those people in Texas are stating because Bush saw how he fucked up in Louisiana when he didn't have one right for the people. You're going to do this? See, here's here's the thing: is 
you know, in, in 12 step, you know, they always say the first step to fighting the problem is admitting that you have a problem. And there are all these, you know, never Trumpers and Lincoln project guys and, and, you know, Republicans who see themselves as redeemed by their hatred of Trump who are lamenting what the party has become. Mm -hmm. The problem is that it isn't what the party has become. It's what the party always was. Well, maybe not always in the days of Lincoln, but in modern times, Mm -hmm. it is exactly what the party is. It has not undergone some some strange transformation Mm -hmm. into this white supremacist, power-hungry, Um, omnivorous beast. It is what you guys grew. It is, it is the child you raised. It is your creation. Yeah. The, the only so, problem is, is the Halloween mask has slipped off and we yeah. see that, Oh my God, he is Satan. And, well, and uh, so, <laughs> so the thing is, it's like until they admit their culpability in creating this monster, they, they are not going to be able to fix it. So, you know, hopefully, oh, from, Dave, from, Dave, why fix it? It's working. Well, for them. this is, but that's the, problem. but that's the problem. It's starting to not work for them. There, there is a fissure, and they are right. trying to stomp out the rational side. Well, but the, but the, the 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 battle is going to be of the two Republicans that you have. You know, you got your Liz Cheney over here, who's supposed to be this conservative Republican, but but then you got this nutbag who's trying to start a civil war. Mm-hmm. And that Republican saying, fuck you, we're not trying to have a civil war. Okay, we, you know. We profit from keeping everything just on the verge of civil war. Well, no, no. I mean, they they also look back upon when when Republicans and Democrats could actually compromise and get something done. Right now, it's a stalemate. Ever since Mitch McConnell got in, nothing's been done. You know, you can't get anything done because they've just said they're the party of no. Yeah. You know, so that's where, so but when you, Okay, so we have that. But then you got your Liz Cheney who says, look, I'm not supporting this bullshit that you and McCarthy and this whole lie that you're saying, no, we lost, we lost. Okay, that's all you had to do. But now you're trying to sell them something. And I'm telling you, Zuckerberg, he can change his name all that he wants. <laughs> that fucking guy is is definitely the devil because he, he did exactly he helped the Russians, and he's also, that's why Paris Francis, Paris is pissed at him too, because he spread those lies. He allowed all that disinformation over in Paris that also started Indonesia, where they had the soldiers killing the thing. He spread that too. And they're like, look, you, that's why Elizabeth Warren, they didn't want her to win, run, to, to win, because if she did, Wall Street can, is going to catch hell, and also the, she would the bust. Big tech, yeah. Big tech would well, be busted. You know, you know there's mean, something something to dream for, and you know, Jeff, like you were saying, you know, the whole thing is going to implode if the the batshit wing does win the civil war within the Republican Party and uh, let it implode. Hope mm-hmm. hope it doesn't get any on us, uh, which I think is a good thing to end on for the week. Don't get any of your, the, the, the plea, don't get any of your crazy on me well, is where we're ending. Like, I, well, I was just going to say like more, more the, the shrapnel and the guts from the implosion of the party. Um, it's, you know, yeah, just yeah. let you guys destroy each other over there. We're going to try to get the over here trying to yeah. fix things. And uh, dare we say, build them back 
better. Hey, we should we should uh, get a better slogan, and we will yeah. work on doing that <laughs> in the weeks to come. We are well. We're we're going to be back next week because uh, there, there's holidays and things happening, and uh, so December is kind of going to be wacky, but. Uh, We'll talk about future shows in the future. For the meantime, I want to thank the people who were present today for today's show. Mr. Jeffrey Scott Hendrick, always great to have you with us. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Oh, unfortunately, all the work I'm doing now requires uh, non-disclosure agreements, so... Um Keep your eyes on your television. Uh, hopefully the State Farm commercial that I uh, shot with uh, the wonderful Monty Williams, head coach of the Phoenix Suns, who was a delightful guy to work with. That should be on soon. Um, I'm on 911 coming up in uh, good trouble. So Right on. Um, yeah, keep watching your TV and don't blink. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. Mr. Time and Ship, thank you as always. Yelza. <laughs> Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, time and Ship at Weebly.com. Time and Ship uh, on Instagram. Time and Ship at Twitter. Time and Ship at Facebook. They haven't put my dry bar set out yet on uh, YouTube, but all my other comedies on there. And uh, you can get my book, uh, My St. Louis, on uh, Amazon.com, as well as my CD, Universal Brother, which is on uh, CD Baby and Spotify. And with the holiday season upon us and problems with the supply chain, good time to uh, buy comedy and, and reading material for yeah. your friends and family. So there you go. Some lovely holiday gift ideas. Thank you for being here. Looking forward to seeing you next week. Uh, me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. You can catch me on the interwebs, uh, not on Instagram that often, but when I am, I am the Dr. Robinson. On the Facebook, I am Dr.David.Robinson. And on the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials as well. On the Facebook, all spelled out, let's be treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L E T S B T R E A S O N A B L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, I want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening, even the platforms where you're not, if you got the time and inclination. And if you didn't like what you heard, not sure why you're still listening, but thanks for sticking around, make you a deal. You don't tell anyone, we won't tell anyone. Everybody's happy. Got Thanksgiving coming up this week, so everybody who celebrates, enjoy, have fun, be safe, deal with the family, don't start any fights, they'll start themselves. With that in mind, we will be back next week. Hopefully, you will too. Until then, goodbye! Bye. Bye.